Hello, this is Chris Nelson, and you're listening to Imagination. I did this episode on March 23rd, and I actually deleted it because of bad responses I got. And I shouldn't have. I should have had more confidence in my point of view and less concerned with pleasing people because I was dead on. This is the episode that I deleted. Hello, welcome to Imagination live on Spreaker and also live on Facebook Live. This is Chris Nelson and all right, this is the first time I'm back on Spreaker and also on Facebook Live and uh, this is probably, actually I know, this is going to be something that some of you are going to disagree with, Okay. This is an opinion, all right? It's time to get back to normalcy, okay? It's time for this overreaction to this virus to come to a stop. There comes a time where we have to weigh how much we are willing to sacrifice in the name of protecting human life, a human life, okay? And I know this sounds might sound kind of cold, but we are willing to allow things like cars on the road, okay? We are willing to allow a certain amount of danger in society for the sake of freedom, okay? We know that cars kill people every year. Cars kill a lot of people. We know that those people that those cars kill are somebody's grandmother, there's somebody's sister, there's somebody's brother. We know people that have been killed by cars, yet we allow cars on the road because they allow for a certain quality of life. Okay? We have decided as a society that we are going to allow a certain amount of danger and we are going to allow for a certain amount of lives being lost in order to improve the quality of life. Now, what's going on here? What you're seeing right now is local governments, state governments, and the federal government tossing out the Constitution, which gives us rights. Read it. Read up on the Constitution. It gives us specific rights that were given to us by God. The Constitution was written by people that had a strong faith in God. The right to free speech, the right to assemble. These rights have been decided to be unalienable, meaning that human beings don't have the right to take away those rights. That's what they mean. Those, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Created equal. 
Okay, this is a this is a truth, a fundamental truth that we believe came from God, not from man. That's what cha- that's what separates the United States of America from a country like Italy. They do not have this. In Italy and the other European socialized democracies, they don't have a constitution that derives rights from God. America has a constitution that derives rights from God. So pretty much in America, the buck does not stop with the government. The buck stops with God. That's a very important thing to know and a very important thing to remember. That there are certain rights that even if a life will be lost in the process of it, even if a life is snuffed out because of something somebody says, we have decided that it is a God-given right to be able to express yourself. That there are certain rights, like every man being born equally, that cannot be taken away by government. All right. So what you're seeing now is people saying that because this disease is wiping people, is killing people, that this gives the government the right to throw out that constitution and take away our rights, take away our rights to leave our homes, take away our rights to do business, take away our rights to live our lives, to the pursuit of happiness, life Liberty and the pursuit of happiness. These things are being, the, see, liberty and the pursuit of happiness right now are being snuffed in favor of possibly saving a couple, some lives. That we don't know how many lives because nobody really knows exactly what's going on with this virus. We can guess, okay? We know under a thousand people in America have been killed by it so far. Under a thousand. Now, this just brings up a question, okay? At what point do we say that it is too dangerous to go about our regular lives? At what point do we say that we need to take away these these God-given rights in order to preserve one life. At what point do we say that? Because there is a balance. And I've given this example with cars. With cars, there is a balance. We have decided that even though people die in those cars, all right, that we are going to still allow as a society for people to own them and use them as a matter of freedom and getting to work and making our lives more convenient. We have decided that. So this begs a real big question here. At what point do we say enough is enough? At what point do we say that stripping people of the right to go to business and go to their jobs, stripping people of their right to assemble, stripping people of their right to go about their lives and say enough's enough, President Trump step in and put an end to this. Okay, come to a point where we say, all right, we've had enough. Some people are going to die from this. People die of diseases every year. It's a shame. It sucks. And like I said yesterday, everybody's going to die. So be sure you've got your heart right with Jesus. It's a dangerous world out there. But at what point do we as a society say enough is enough? 
Okay, we are willing to risk it. We are willing to accept the fact that some people are going to die of this. But it is not worth curtailing our freedoms, taking away our rights to get together, and taking away our ability to provide for our families. Because that's what's happening right now. Business is being shut down. At what point are we going to say, okay, let's as a society wash our hands and practice safe methods, but the heavy hand of government coming down and curtailing our rights has to stop. And it's an important question to ask, okay? Because a lot of different constitutional, um, religious rights type thing come up. And there's, I know, believe me, I know there's a lot of emotion around this oh you don't care about my grandmother she could die you obviously don't care about people and okay i get it all right i get it i do i understand there is a danger out there but the question needs to be asked that when is enough enough when is it time i mean are we going to is this going to go on until every last strain of the virus has been eliminated? I mean, what if it never gets eliminated? What if uh what if it continues for years? What if it morphs and turns into something else? Do we stay in our homes for years? Is that economically feasible? Do children start starving to death over this because we can't get out and work? Do uh people, you know, there's another element to this too. And it's why in the Bible it says in what Hebrews 10:25 I think about not forsaking the congregating of people of coming together because like I pointed out in an earlier podcast we're social people. Human contact and human love. You need two to love, okay? This look, I love you, but really even if you were right now talking to me over the internet um it doesn't mean I don't love you, but this is not human contact. This is not human connection right here. People need human connection in order to survive. With human connection comes the chance of possibly contracting an illness from somebody. Do we eliminate human connection because of the danger of it? Do we not let, do we shut the ocean down completely because some people get eaten by sharks? Do we outlaw bicycles because people could get hit by a car? Do we outlaw cars because you could hit somebody on a bicycle? Do, where does this end? And I know, I know. There, I've said things like this before and it, it creates emotion in people. It gets some, some people upset. But I've got a feeling that the majority of people agree with me on this. I really do. Um, because businesses are being destroyed. Lives are being destroyed in order to save an amount of lives that nobody even really knows. So, I've thought about this, okay? And I believe now is the time to begin calling on local, state, national government officials and crying out to them through... Well, you can't go down there anymore, so the internet's really, and calling them's the only way. But they listen. Trust me, they listen to their constituents. They do. 
They're all up for re-election at some point. And a lot of this overreaction has to do with the fact that they know at some point they're going to be up for re-election and their political opponents are going to go after them based on their response to coronavirus. But I think they're going to start to see very soon that there's more people that are more angry about what's going on with them shutting everything down, shuttering businesses, ruining people's lives. I mean, a business is a person. A, a person goes out and risks their whole entire, their f- lives, their fortune, their sacred honor to, to start a business, and almost all of them fail. People get wiped out. Do you know how hard it is to start a business? I mean, I've, well, I know people that have businesses, okay? I know, I've, I've worked in radio for a long time and talked to a lot of small business owners. It is not easy, man. If you have a business, you know what I'm talking about. You put a lot on the line. And now I get it. People don't want to sound insensitive that I might come out and sound insensitive if I say, no, my business needs to open back up. Oh, you don't care. You don't care that people are going to get infected and die. I saw Ron DeSantis getting called a murderer on Twitter because he didn't shut the beaches down quick enough. Well, those business owners are people too. They're people with families. People with children that need to eat, that need to have their mortgage paid, that have risked everything to go out there and start a business. And now they're being shut down. They're being told that it's selfish for them to even want to be open. And I believe now is the time for people to say enough's enough. Okay, I know what Drudge Report says. I don't even want to go to Drudge Report anymore, honestly. I don't know what's happened to that. That used to be where I'd get all my news. They seem to have fallen in line with all the, the mainstream stuff. Um, I know what they're saying. I know what the news media is saying. I know, I know what is being reported. I get it. Okay? But I believe that the time is now to say enough's enough. And... At some point here, I believe President Trump will have to step in and say enough's enough. We're going to now open up business as usual in America and allow this thing to play out. But it is not worth destroying the financial lives of so many people in America over the danger of this virus. This is Chris Nelson. Thanks for listening.